You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Boomer and Geo on The Fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the built Ford Top Studio, Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network, and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Thursday morning. The last time I was sitting in this chair, I was vomiting into a garbage pail, and then I had to drive home an hour and a half after freshly vomiting in the garbage pail, and then I spent the rest of the time in the bed, and now I've gotten up, and I've come to work, and I am here, and I am feeling good. I don't want to say feeling great, but I'm feeling good, and I'm glad to be back. I've got a special gift for Boomer a little bit later today that really inspired me to get in today and make sure that we had some fun on this wonderful Thursday morning. We've got one of the more bizarre stories in sports that I can remember in college sports happening last night that we will get into, and I'm sure plenty of football because that's all we talk about all year round is football and quarterbacks and why not. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Good to see you back, pigs. Oh, thank you. are looking flush today. So uh, yeah, I think you look good. You look like you lost a little weight. Yeah, about four pounds. Right. So did you uh, end up getting the drip hydration like I told you, or did you just pass on that? No, I, I didn't. I mean, maybe today, if I'm not feeling 100%, but I was I was okay. And I, I don't know. It was just something about, like, I was like, I was drinking water. I was all right. I didn't get the drip hydration. All right. Well, I, I'm telling you. I'm sure that it's better. great. Yes, it is. I'm not it's... denying that it's great. But it was just, I don't know. I, I just, I, de- I decided against it. That was but there's all. nothing worse than the chills, the, then, the, then the sweats, and then the chills, and the sweats, oh, and then feeling like you got to go, and then you got to, then you're prairie dogging on the other end and everything else. Oh, it's God. just, it's brutal. And by the way, these guys never heard what prairie dogging was. Really? I can't huh. believe I asked each one of them, you know what a prairie dog is? You know what that's all about? And they had no idea. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, sheltered. I think they're sheltered. I think that's the problem. I think Eddie knows just about everything about everything, so I'm surprised he wasn't familiar with the prairie dog. It's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy. And, yeah, we are in the middle of, like, uh, the big question now uh, for us is whether or not uh, we, the New York Rangers, get Patrick Kane. Oh, that's right. And yeah. I know that we are all in on him right now, and there's a very good possibility he may end up a Ranger. I know he wants to come to New York. So we're keeping our fingers crossed. That would be one hell of an ad, and that would be the last piece I would think that Chris Drew would be able to uh, to add to this uh, this wonderful hockey team right now. And uh, it may be exactly what they need to be able to beat some of these really, really good teams in the Metropolitan Division. But there is an arms race going on, and it is really exciting. And by the way... Your Islanders won last night. Yep. And guess who was on the first line last night? Yeah, Matty Martz. Matty Martz was on yeah. the first line. He had almost 16 minutes of ice time. He's out there killing penalties on the power play. See, I I was you weren't here yesterday, but the other night he made a really good pass to Anders Lee that ended up in the back of the goal. And I said, I, I immediately go into Lane Lambert's office say, and start demanding more ice time. <laughs> and I think that's what's happening. Obviously, what's happening is they, they're dealing with a lot of injuries, so a lot of guys are being asked to do a double duty. And I will say, as not being an Islander fan, but watching the last couple games, as I do, because I want to see what Matt's doing and everything else, guys like Kyle Palmieri and uh, Zach Parise, older guys, are blocking a lot of key pucks, man. Guys that age do not want to be doing that stuff. But now you understand why they're playing on the Islanders, because they will do it, and they will sacrifice their bodies. So 
you know, good for Matt. And, uh, you know, hopefully they make it to the playoffs. And we got three hockey teams around here making it to the playoffs. That's right. And that will be exciting when we do get to the playoffs. Right yeah. now, not so exciting for me. But uh, when the playoffs come, it'll be exciting. great. It's very exciting. I said, I said for me, not so exciting. Gee, it's exciting. You know, um, you're, you're, you and Sal Akata, the huge Islander fans that you are, I'm sure. Well, you're going to stuff me in an owner's box and feed me and drink me, uh, feed me drinks. I'll be, I'll be no, happy just, to do anything. I just see John Ledecky and you guys hanging out through however long the Islanders stay in the playoffs. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that that would be great. And I hope that the Islanders make it as, as far as humanly possible, and that's a great run you for know, them and everything else. That brings me to like a point. Like, you, know, you think with Jim Dolan, right? So I've, I've known Jim Dolan for years. Yeah. And I've been a season ticket holder for the, the, the Rangers for years and years and years and years. I actually used to like going to Nick games, but not so much anymore. But um, it, do I ever get invited to the owner owner's box? No. No, I don't. Yeah, but then not. again, I don't want to get invited. What are you talking about? You know why? Because then you feel I feel like I'm being bought. Well, he's probably surrounded by a bunch of zombies, too. Like, so the, the owner's box with John Ledecky, it's great. There's great people in there. People work for him that are absolutely tremendous. There was a Mets night there, so I got to, you know, Steve and Alex Cohen and everything else. And the other times I've been in there, the one other time I was in there, it's just amazing people. The people around Jim Dolan, the guy, they have to either have lobotomies or they're zombies. Yeah, because, well, I don't know about that. But well, I just, do. Because you know, anybody who wants to hang around with that guy has to have something severely wrong with them. That's your point of view. That's not my point of view, but I will say this: that you know, it's interesting. I, you know, for the 16 years that I've been on here, yeah, I mean, I'm the only one. Not that I know that there are guys overnight that talk about hockey, and I know that CeeLo drops it in there every now and again. But I'm the guy that's the mainstream guy that's talking about it constantly. And you guys make fun of me, of course. We've had the Stanley Cup in here. We've had the chocolate Stanley Cup in here. We've had all sorts of fun with it. And we promote hockey. Yeah. And we talk about how much we love the sport and how much I love the sport and admire the sport, the guys who play it and everything else. Again, no reciprocation, you know. Now, well, what now are you I, looking for? Now, exactly. if I sat there and I ripped into, you know, Gary Bettman or Toronto or, you know, hated the way that the Rangers are doing business or anything else, like, you, you know I'd be hearing about it. Well, yeah, it's like everything else, though. It's like we were talking about with the, the Marashes. Like, the Marashes' mom hates my guts when I make fun of him, but then all of a sudden I say how, how good I think he is as a host. I don't hear a thing about right. it from the Marashes. It's the same thing. I mean, is there another sports talk program in America, in America? That has two iconic jerseys from two great human beings who played hockey, who are no longer with us, sitting in their studio with the great Rod Gilbert and the great Clark Gillies yeah, jersey. Pro- probably not. You're right. Probably not. But what are you looking for? Exactly? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Just maybe a little bit of appreciation. Maybe, just like a know. text from Gary Bettman? I don't know. Maybe just a little bit of an appreciation or something. Bill like, Daly hey, still- thanks, thanks for really loving our sport and loving yeah. everything about it and, and you've promoting You've never it. gotten that in, in all the time you've been on WFAN? No, nah, I'm getting kind of pissed about it, too, huh. honestly, really, when you think about it. Is there anything I can do to help? No, nah, there's really nothing you can do. I mean, you know, John Ledecky has tried, and I give him a lot of credit. Yeah. You know, he sent us jerseys. He's, you know, and I don't want the fish chick jersey and all that other crap. I don't want any of that stuff. Uh, you know, Jeff Wilpon has let me have his seats down on the ice at mm-hmm. UBS Arena so right. I could take my granddaughter to a game. That was very nice. I mean, all that stuff was great. But. But. You're not getting anything. But I just feel unfulfilled. I don't know what it you is. You know what it is? I think that there is a, because you're you and everybody assumes you just get whatever you want anytime I, you want to. I don't want anything. I don't really know what I want, honestly. And I don't know even why I'm going down this path right now. <laughs> I, I, maybe it's just because I know it's getting all, everything's getting ramped up now. The players yeah. getting ramped up. The trades are starting to come. And all of this stuff is, I mean, it's it's crazy. Just like. For football fans around the trade deadline or baseball fans around the trade deadline or NBA fans around the trade deadline, we've been in this trade deadline now for almost like three weeks in the NHL and major trades have been made. Sure. And this is definitely gear up time for uh, the NBA as they're getting ready to and by the way, sprint to the right. finish. And, and by the way, it started, it started with Bo Horvat and your Islanders. That's right. Damn right. So you know, then it was Tarasenko and Mikola for us. And then, of course, it was Ryan O'Reilly and Achari for the Maple Leafs and the Blues, that trade. I mean, it's crazy what's going on.
Yeah. Uh, okay. So, All right. So now, uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, now? I mean, I, I, I don't know if, if you want me to just pretend like I care till fifteen after. I could, but I don't think that you would know, be good. I care radio. about you, and sometimes yeah. I would like to think that you care yeah. about me, and you care I know, about. I gave I, you almost nine I, minutes there, but I mean, there's. Are just, you're actually timing me when no, I'm no, talking about No, no, no. I just looked up at the clock that's right here. That I, we started wait, at six o'clock. You're timing me. No, no, no. When I talk about, it. I don't ever time you when you talk about your nonsense. Yeah, I understand, but I'm just saying I gave you almost nine minutes there. Almost nine. Now it's nine. So I did give you nine minutes. So it's it's a fair. You're kind of taking advantage of him because he doesn't have the energy to f- sort of fight you off. Yeah, it is. It's sort of what's going on here. Oh, okay. But I just thought you know it's a very important time in in the world of the NHL and hockey. And why why you give me this when I have this? What is this? Huh? I don't know what this means here. Is that anything? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh no. Nah, I don't know. It's probably sat there from the end of the show yesterday. I don't think so. <laughs> I have my book with notes in it. Oh, okay. You got more notes today? I came with notes today, babe. You got more notes? I got I got a lot of notes. Wait there. a second. You got more interesting notes and you started with Patrick Kane? Well, Patrick Kane is a superstar in the NHL well, I understand and has that. won three Stanley Cups. Right now, I got it. But what's what are the notes today? I'm not t- I'm not showing you my notes. Wow. What, so are you going to share these notes with me? Well, I'm here to share everything with everybody. So then why are you not going to let me know about the notes? You'll, when we get to the notes, you'll understand what the notes are. Okay. All right. So when am I going to hear about these notes? It depends on what you talk about next. <laughs> okay. Well, now there's only, see, I wanted, what I wanted to do is I was fascinated with what's going on with Alabama basketball. That, I have notes. That's what, see, that's what I was going to talk about, but now I feel like we're, we're too late down the road. No, I, no, I think we're fine. I think I have notes on that, and I think what's going on at Alabama basketball makes you really want to scratch your head and decide who's making decisions down there and, and what is, what is the, uh, the impetus to allow a young man to play in a, in a college basketball game when you feel like he's involved in a feel murder. Like, feel like. Well, I mean, he is involved in a murder. So, all right, for people who don't know, former Alabama basketball player who was on the team earlier this year but obviously got kicked off of the team, Darius Miles, and his friend from back in Maryland, Michael Davis, were out. They were drunk. They were out in Tuscaloosa. They get into a little bit of an argument with some people. Uh, then uh, Darius Miles texts Brandon Miller, star basketball player at Alabama, who, by the way, last night played and had 41 points. At South Carolina right. and was getting heckled by the fans. So he's saying lock him up and everything else. So the reason why they're saying lock him up is because Darius Miles texts. This is according to the, the police down there in Tuscaloosa. He, he texts Brandon Miller to bring his gun. Brandon Miller comes down to the scene of where this crime is about to happen, and he brings the gun. He also parks his car in a manner where the eventual victims could not back out. So basically kind of put them in a situation where he was setting them up to be sitting ducks. Executed. Yeah, and he gives the gun to Darius Miles and his friend Michael Davis. Michael Davis takes the gun. Darius Miles says... There's one in the head, meaning that there is bullets in the chamber. And then Michael Davis goes and he shoots 11 times into the car and ends up killing a 23-year-old mother, Jamia Harris. So now Brandon Miller, according to Tuscaloosa police, cannot be charged with anything. Because bringing the murder weapon to the scene, uh, parking his car in that manner under Alabama law, there's nothing they can charge him with, which to me is absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. I mean, to go down there, hand the murder weapon, say it's loaded, park your car in a manner where these people cannot get out, and then sit there and have this happen and to say there's no crime at all, there's no accessory to murder at all to this when the other two guys are charged with capital murder. So not only is he not charged, he's playing. And he could be a lottery pick. Right. So he's right now projected to be the fifth overall pick in the NBA draft this coming uh, draft. And the other other aspect about this is that Greg Byrne, the athletic director at Alabama, according to Greg Byrne, new information had come to light in their eyes. And with consultation with the Alabama president, Stuart Bell, and local um, uh, lawyers and, and people like that that are around the school, 
Uh, they decided that with this new information that has come to light and nobody knows what this new information is, the only the only new information that I could even imagine that would allow this young man to play on the basketball court under the current set of chargers and circumstances would be that he was not the one who brought the gun and he was not the one who drove his car the way he did and parked it the way he did to keep these people trapped to where they were. I mean, if that is not an accessory to capital murder, I don't know what is. Yeah, well, so we will see if there is more information. But as far as everything goes right now, it was his, you know, I guess there's conflicting um reports about the timing of when he had the gun or not but this the there's, murder- a text me- there's a text message yes from darius miles to uh this kid you know th- this kid miller mm-hmm. brandon miller and he said bring me the gun yeah and that gun was what was used as the murder weapon right so i, I it, <laughs> we always hear about accessories you always hear about accessories and things of that nature now i'm not saying that this kid should be you know Guilty of it. I, I, what I do think, however, Alabama needs to understand that one, two of your basketball players are involved in something where somebody was shot and killed. Right. And that, and the person who ended up shooting into the, into this car over whatever this freaking beef was shot 11 times. Yeah. Absolutely. And you see, this guy claimed that uh, Davis, who was the friend of Darius Miles, uh, claimed that he was so drunk on tequila, he didn't even know what was happening. Michael Lynn, it's Michael Lynn Davis is right. his name. He's the shooter. Right. Miles asked Miller to bring the gun. Mm-hmm. Miller brought the gun to Miles. Miles gave the gun to Miller. Miller then opened fire into a car and and killing uh, a 23 year old woman who's uh, who's a mother as well. So I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. You know, I, I, most times athletes that get themselves in this situation are completely have the book thrown at them. Meaning that you know you're suspended. We're 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 going to wait until we figure out what the entire story is. But according to the AD Greg Byrne and I guess the 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 president of Alabama Stuart Bell. Some new information had come to light over the last 48 hours that they determined exonerate, I guess, Brandon Miller in some way, shape or form. And that's why they let him play at South Carolina. I just I just wonder if that new information would have happened if they weren't the number two ranked team in the country and he wasn't their best player. You know, that's the question that I want to that 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 is see we as athletes have always dealt with we get special treatment because we're athletes. Oh, Boomer, you're the quarterback. You don't have to go to class. Oh, Boomer, you're this. You get this. You know, Boomer, you live a privileged life because you play quarterback and all that other stuff. So I understand the mindset from, you know, maybe what you're talking about here because that's what you're alluding to, that this kid is on the second-ranked basketball team in the country. This kid happens to be or is going to be a very high draft choice by somebody in the NBA and you're thinking that people are looking the other way because of that, and that's why he's able to play. Yeah, I mean, of course. I just uh, to, to be able to be the guy where the police have said that he provided the murder weapon. We're talking about a murder weapon, not just in any sort of dispute. The murder weapon came from him, and he said there's bullets in the chamber, and he's out there scoring 41 points against South Carolina last night. To me, it's just mind-boggling. It just, it just is. And Alabama basketball obviously has not had a ton of success. Their football program has. I'm I'm sure that the nil money is helping out in a big way to give them a boost to their basketball. I'm sure program. Brandon Miller, Miller is making money. Yeah, I'm sure that he is. So maybe he can endorse a gun manufacturer now, whatever. <laughs> so we will see. We will see if this new information makes any sense to us. But quite frankly, if you're the one providing the murder weapon and, and you're still allowed to play. And by the way, Nate Oates, the head coach there. Did you hear what he said initially yeah. about this? Yes. Now, I know he came out and apologized after it, but he goes, uh, I mean, I can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew what was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. You know, wrong spot at the wrong time. <laughs> Not if he brought the gun. I mean, if he brought the, if he knowingly brought the gun, why did he bring the gun? He was asked to bring the gun, and why was the gun asked to be brought to? These two guys that were got themselves in a beef. Right. In, in late night while they're out drinking, they're not going to be shooting clays in the parking lot. I, I, my, my, my sensibilities tell me that what Alabama should have done is just let the thing quiet down for a couple weeks and, and get more information before they put him right back on the court.
you know, because if all of this is accurate. Now, the one thing I will say, and they'll always argue this, people will always argue this, and I would argue this in the case, too, if I if it were me, is that Brandon Miller has not been charged with anything at this point. Yeah, I understand. But <laughs> there's there's some laws in Alabama that I think are a little strange. When I was leaving there with my gallbladder attack, I saw people walking into the emergency room packing guns. Yeah, I mean, they, it's I, just I think a it's different a, type of place. I, yeah, I think it's an open carry state. Yes. But, you know, still, you know, just because you're able to open carry your gun doesn't mean you take it out of your holster and you start shooting 11 times in, in right. into a car because of some stupid beef. Right. Right, exactly. I mean, who knows what even the beef was about? Well, apparently it was that the girl wasn't talking to these two guys. Like they were, they were trying to have a conversation with her, and then she sort of brushed them off and didn't want to talk to them. And that that so let's blow them. her away. That basically that that's what the reporting has Which been. Which makes on this. it even more ridiculous. Yeah. So well, I, I don't even know what what <laughs> I can't even imagine the mindset of. Somebody saying, hey, bring me a gun. I need it because a girl's not talking to me. Yeah. Well, they're obviously, they're completely drunk out of their minds. Just So if there is new information on this that somewhat exonerates Brandon Miller and the AD is saying that, well, let's hear about it. Right? Let's hear about it. I, I think you, you would say, hey, you know, this is, this is something that, I, I mean. Huh. Are you going to keep it to yourself? You know, I, I, that's what I, I don't understand. Unless they're, they're hanging their hat on the fact that he is not being charged with anything. If they're hanging their hat on, he is not being charged with anything, you know, then that may be, you know, the new information. Yeah, but to me, I, just because it's not a crime in Alabama, if that is to be true, that he provided this gun, parked the car there, said there were bullets in the chamber, and they can't charge him with anything because of that, because Alabama's screwy laws... It's just that doesn't mean that he should be playing basketball right now. It just it just doesn't. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that people can do that are really bad that aren't crimes that, that have kicked people out of sports. You know, we've talked about just that Jerry and I know have talked about it, and I know you have too. I mean, college basketball fans are ruthless. Mm-hmm. They may be the worst fans in all of uh, you know fandom. When when you go to a game and the things and right on hear, top of you, there's a lot of and, and, the, and, the yeah. thing, and the things you hear. So you know, last night their their fans are screaming guilty, 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 and they're screaming lock them up, lock them up, lock them up. And this kid was able to score forty one points at South Carolina last night. Just absolutely insane. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So everybody else is okay so far? No norovirus, no spittle or... Whatever you call that stuff that comes good. out of the vomit getting to you guys. So far, so good. Well, Jerry, I heard you yesterday. I was listening a little bit, and you were convinced that you had it, and you were dry heaving into your toilet, but you didn't have it. I was not driving. I was going. What do you mean? You, were, you actually threw up? No, I went to the bathroom like three times. Oh, I was on the toilet three times oh, in a half okay. hour. Oh, all right. But okay. then that was it. All right. So mm. I thought at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm in trouble. But I was fine. All right. As it worked itself out. Because that would make me feel terrible. There's nothing I could do about it now. Well, there's but... still time for t- to feel terrible. I mean, if I end up with it tomorrow, it's still Do you, you feel like if you get through today, you'll be all right? 
I would hope so. Because now we're talking about it's 7.55 today. It'll be 48 hours. I would hope so, yes. I don't know how much you're still spitting into the atmosphere. No, I'm fine. But man. I would think we're good. Oh, we Explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. We were talking about this yesterday in regards to Jerry, you know, maybe taking out the entire Rutgers basketball team for yeah. the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> Not it's funny. true. It's not funny. And it's, it does spread like that. It's not funny. I'm staying yeah. away. Well, that's what I was thinking about you down at the Super Bowl in Arizona. It's like, what if you got close to somebody at that point? Like, you had an event with Travis Kelsey or something, and all of a sudden he couldn't play in the Super Bowl. Right. Well, I wouldn't have went. Well, I don't. Well, all right. Guess we're not going to have fun with that. No, I guess we're not. <laughs> All right, Jerry's here with an update. What's going on, Jerry? Hey, good morning. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. So I heard the way you guys opened the show. So I'm going to go back to Tuesday before I then get into the game last night and some of the post-game sounds. So this was Nate Oates, um, the Alabama head coach. I guess this was after practice or before practice. I think it was after practice. I left it long with the question because I don't want anybody thinking that we're clipping stuff out. This was the question to him on Tuesday prior to his team playing at South Carolina last night, all in relation to Brandon Miller. It was discussed in court this morning. I was involved with Darius's situation. Just how comfortable were you with his, his proximity to that? And also, if there's any, any NBA scouts who might be inquiring, what would you say to them about that? Yeah, I mean, we've known the situation since... It's been, we've been fully cooperating with law enforcement the entire time. I mean, it's, the whole situation's sad. I mean, you just think of it, we team close practice with a prayer for the situation today. Again, knowing that we had this trial today, I mean, you think of Jamia and her family and Kane, really think about her son Kane that was left behind. So it's sad. We did, we knew about that. I mean, you know, you can't control everything anybody does. Outside of practice, nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor has he in any type of trouble on this case. Like, yeah. in the wrong spot at the wrong time. I mean, that's... So he came under fire, as you can imagine, yeah. for those comments. Then you go to the game, and then we'll get to the post-game stuff. And he did play, played quite well, as they did win. Miller directing traffic 11, 10, 9... Brandon at 8, still with it at 7, at 6, Brandon at 5, at 4, at 3, at 2, for the win. It is good! Let's get out of here! Yeah, that was Alabama Radio from Learfield, a career-high 41 for him. So now you got to go talk to the media. So the way he opens his press conference, Nate Oates I'm talking about. I want to address yesterday's press conference and my response to the Brandon Miller question. I'm not here to make excuses. But I want to make it clear that I didn't have the details from the hearing that morning since I was coming straight from practice. And I used a poor choice of words. Make it and so he apologized there. Okay, so he said that we've, we've known this in the first thing you played. He was talking about he's known this the entire time he's cooperated with police, meaning that he knew that Brandon Miller was involved. And now all of a sudden he's saying that he didn't know that information when he said that? So he just put his foot in his mouth, and he doesn't want to admit that he did. What surprised me was, so the first question is, how did you come to the decision to let him play? And this was this was it. As Craig said earlier, you know, we make decisions based on available facts, and that's what we did here. That was it. Like, they did ask him about, you know, the atmosphere and the chanting and how he was, you know, mentally strong enough to get through it because they were chanting, lock him up. At one point, which there's some video, but it's not, you can't really play, you can't really hear it. Um, and then there was, it was pretty much basketball questions about maybe the distractions the rest of the kids played with, but that was it. Seven minutes, there was uh, no other questions about it. So, so are they just going to let him play the rest of the year? Like, is this just going to yeah, I mean, They're not charging him with anything. No, I know that, but so, I mean, it doesn't mean that he should be playing basketball if he brought the murder weapon to the scene and then also blocked in the victims with his car. Well, then why are they not charging him? That would be my question. Because I think in the, with Alabama law, for whatever reason, none of that is a, so is a crime. But I mean, if that... I know what you're saying. If you're a head coach or an AD of a of a team and that guy is involved, regardless of how much of a star he is, don't you feel just from a moral standpoint that this guy should not be playing anymore? I think you got your answer last night. Uh, but I'm saying you. I mean, what they're doing is wrong. I Yeah, I agree. I think the, you know, the AD basically in consultation with the university president, Stuart Bell, along with their lawyers, 
you know, determined that whatever is happening with the police case and, you know, who's being charged with what, that Brandon Miller has not been charged with anything. Right. That's that's basically what they're saying. And since he's not been charged with anything, then we can't keep him off the, the basketball court. I think that's just what they're feeling about. But you and I, we're thinking, we're thinking, you know, kind of in a in like reality. Larry, he brings the gun, he uses his car, parks them in. I mean, I mean, it's it's. I don't. I just don't know. Now, I don't. I'm not someone who's a lawyer in Alabama. But how that is not accessory to murder is beyond me. I mean, I, it all could. He could have stopped all of it if he had made different choices that night. Decided, I'm, Miller, not, I'm not bringing a gun. But right. then again, he's how old is he? He's 18. Uh, I don't. This Darius Miles, I'm assuming, is older than him, maybe. And you know, when your teammate says, "Hey, bring me my gun. I need it to protect myself," or something like that, are you're now put in a situation to make a decision as to whether or not you're going to bring your teammate his gun? Yeah. Okay. And the decision could have been, "Let's get out of here." You know, we're we're players that don't need any of this nonsense. Or, you know, just not bring a gun and just fight the people if you need to. Unless there was testimony that, and I don't know the answer to this. Maybe there's testimony that he thought they were effing around and that nothing was going to happen. I don't know. I, I don't know. You bring a loaded gun I, to a... I, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I don't yeah. know the answer. But you know, the amazing thing is, is that, you know, this other guy, uh, Michael Lynn Davis, he's the one who ended up getting the gun. And pulling the trigger mm -hmm. to the tune of eleven shots in a car that was blocked in. Yep. At least that's that's the information that we have right now. And ended up killing a woman. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible story for sure. Um, also from college basketball, UConn beat Providence eighty-seven sixty-nine. St. John's beat Georgetown seventy-nine seventy. Fordham a win on the road at Loyola Chicago seventy-one sixty-nine. Remember we were talking about Bryant yesterday with their coach Grosso. Yes. And that clip we played, they beat NJIT 79-78, so they did get another win. You got Rutgers against Michigan tonight on WCBS 880 at 8.15. Uh, what else you got? Uh, some Just a couple of different notes from baseball. You got Frankie Montas of the Yankees. Surgery on the shoulder. Can start throwing again in 12 weeks. Hopes to return for the second half of the season. And another thing we talked about yesterday was all these new rules and the pitch clock and how it's going to affect teams. I'll just give you one from Aaron Boone. So kind of like in training camp with the NFL when they bring officials in, they brought real umpires in yesterday to kind of walk, uh, work their way through this to kind of see what it's going to be like with the pitch clock. Worked the mechanics of the clock. It allowed people to ask questions. You know, I know hitters, hitting coaches, pitching coaches, me. You know, you're kind of able to ask questions in real time as, as stuff's happening. And so they're doing that as you got spring training games beginning this weekend. In Port St. Lucie, Buck Showalter talking about having a lot of the old guys back as uh, roving instructors, names like Wright, Alfonso, Hojo, uh, Strawberry, Lighter. Here was Buck. Not everyone's here, but you got a lot of big names. Looks like as much as they're willing to, to, to give. You know, they got schedules, too. Those guys are all good. Nothing beneath them. They want to get They want to get into, get into it. We'll, you, we'll work them. Mm, there you go. So a lot of big names should be in Port St. Lucie. Uh, from football, a couple of reports surfacing Wednesday that say the Packers want Aaron Rodgers back. Okay, we'll see. Uh, the Titans cut Taylor, Luan, Robert Woods, and Randy Bullock. Here was Luan on Pardon My Take. Um, it was the final week of December who knew this was coming. It's your contract up. You got another year? Oh, no, I'll be cut. I'll be free. <laughs> I'll be free. Don't you worry. I will be on the free agency market. I will be cut. I will be cut, you got, boys. Have you, have you talked to Rabes? Will it still hurt? What you, I mean, yeah. It's going to hurt. That's why I'm getting out in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> and he knew. Yeah, well, he knew because he's been injured the last three years, and he's making way too much money for a guy that they can't count on. Understood. So thought that was interesting. And the Islanders, the Jets wrapped up this uh, three-game trip in the tri-state area. Islanders come away with a win. Four foul for Matt Martin. The shot into the skates. Now it's Holmstrom. Burke on MSG. Isles beat the Jets 2-1 with that goal. The deciding goal. 30th win of the season for the Isles. Holmstrom, that go-ahead goal, came in the third. The assist from one Matt Martin. Uh, Sebastian Ajo scored in the first as well. Here's Zach Parisi on that go-ahead score. Huge one by Homer there. Um, you know, we felt good going into the third period. Um, tie game. Um, you know, just be patient, wait for our opportunity, and, and we got it, and, uh, and it was a great shot. Ilya Sorokin made 25 saves. The Isles have now won three of their last four games. Tonight, you got the Rangers in Detroit against the Red Wings, and the Devils take on the L.A. Kings.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Joe Klecko in studio with us at 8 a.m. this morning. Brand new member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame will be inducted later in a couple months over the summertime, right around August. Uh, he will be inducted, so that's going to be great to have him in studio. Boomer was pushing for that for many, many years, and uh, he is now uh, in there. So hopefully he comes in and thanks you. That's what I'm looking for is a thank you, Boomer. Uh, when no one was talking about oh, me. Oh, he has thanked me many times You were. text. That, that's what I'm looking for. And the uh, big announcement we were supposed to have yesterday, big show announcement we were supposed to have yesterday, but I was uh, sick with the norovirus, uh, will be happening tomorrow now, uh, Friday at 8 a.m. So we'll be doing that. So I apologize for pumping you up. With the Wednesday announcement, it's now going to be a Friday announcement. So you have to wait another day, Boomer, to find out what the hell's going All on. All right. So I, I hope it's going to turn tomorrow into a feel-good Friday. Yes, of course. Every Friday with us is a feel-good Friday. Uh, all right. Let's go to some calls on this Alabama situation. If you aren't caught up, uh, Brandon Miller, the star player for Alabama, scored 41 points last night out at South Carolina. An Alabama win has been linked to a murder earlier in the year involving one of his former teammates, Darius Miles, and Darius Miles' friend um, from Maryland. And the weapon that was used in this murder is is uh, Brandon Miller's. And there's been some conflicting reports on when uh, or how the gun got to uh, Darius Miles and his friend. So we'll take some calls on that and try to uh, get to the bottom of all this the best we can, but it is a crazy story that has really taken over the world of sports the last couple of days. Uh, Jason in New City, what's going on, Jason? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Good. So, um, I was with the belief um, that's consistent with like your beliefs um, with this until I turned on Sports Center this morning. And granted, Sports Center is not like you know the end all be all, but it was interesting um, with what the uh, athletic director of Alabama said on this, which was completely different than like any other story and kind of like the vibe that we got from the head coach um, just yesterday. Um, so what he said was pretty much Miller had no idea that that gun was in his car. And all he did was pick up, um, I forget his name, but the one that actually um, committed the crime, just picked him up from the scene of the crime unknowingly, and then um, dropped him off at some kind of like at the strip or wherever the clubs are. Right, and that and, and that's coming from the lawyers of Brandon Miller, and the lawyers released a statement saying this. The AD was regurgitating that stuff. Uh, this is just like every other instance where you don't really know the truth and there's crimes. There's two sides of the story or people like to say three sides of the story. Um, so if, if you are to believe that, then sure. You know, Brandon Miller, you know, is, is not involved. He just unknowingly has the gun in the car, picks up the guy who is drunk, who is having an issue, and then takes the gun from the backseat of the car that he had no idea was there and then goes and kills somebody with it. I mean, if, if that is something that makes sense to you, then okay, it makes sense to you. It does not make as much sense to me. I, I don't know what the truth is. To me, that's what that sounds like is a lawyer coming up with a defense where they're not going to be able to charge his client and they got no way to prove it. But however, in the police report, in the initial investigation that they did, 
they have this him blocking the car in. They also have uh, Brandon Miller saying there's one in the head, uh, meaning that there is the the gun is loaded. So it, it, there's there's two sides of the story. It just sounds convenient to me that the lawyer comes up and goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, he was just picking them up. His gun was in the back seat. He had no idea the gun was in the back seat." It was seat a text loaded. message between Miller and Miles about bringing the gun, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I, you know, so there, there are a million questions to be, to still have to be answered. We know who pulled the trigger. We know who died. We, we don't know, know whose gun it was, too. And we know whose gun it was, yes. So, but we, but the fact that, you know, anybody that's involved in this is actually playing in a basketball game, to me, the, you know, is, I, I think it's premature, to well, say yeah. the least. Right, right, absolutely. And, and I'm not saying that, that he that he's a one hundred percent guilty in this situation and should never play again, and then you know his life is over. That's not what I'm saying. But I mean to have this information come out where he is linked this directly to this murder, and he's out there you know leading Alabama to victories. It just doesn't feel right. I mean, if I you know you try to put yourself, and it's impossible to do, but you try to put yourself in the shoes of the victim's family. And I think, wait a second, the gun that killed my family member came from this guy and he's now doing this? It doesn't feel right. You mean the victim's family actually has rights and you feel for the victim's family? That's good to hear. Well, yeah. And I know you do and I know I do, but I just, I, look, the lawyer that is representing Brandon Miller is going to do everything he possibly can to make sure that Brandon Miller is as far away from this, the actual incident itself, as he possibly can. That's what he gets paid to do. That's why he's there. Exactly. And so he puts out a statement and he tries to explain Brandon Miller's side of the story. So now we have two sides of the story. You have you have testimony that says one thing and then you have a statement that says another. Yeah. It's like the classic, it wasn't my weed in the car. And, you know, the point being is that, yeah, he wasn't charged. So should he be able to play? I don't know. Was Trevor Bauer ever charged? No. He was Should he born. be allowed to play? Was he charged and it was dropped? He was not never, charged. Never even charged. It all. was investigated. It, the whole thing was dropped. A, uh, a judge in San Diego dropped the whole thing. Now what's going on is anti, or what should I say, defamation cases uh, that, um, that Trevor Bauer has filed against certain reporters. The way that they covered it and the way that they jumped the conclusions and... You know, now he's sitting out there. He's not charged. But do you think he's going to get another chance to play? And by the way, Deshaun Watson never charged. Right. He was never criminally charged for any of that stuff. He was investigated. Mm-hmm. 100% investigated. And anything that he's gone through now, it's all through the civil courts. But, it, but he also, him and his lawyer, Rusty Harden, admitted to these things happening. They just said that it was a different... They had different takes on what happened. But I'm, sure, I'm happened. sure the devil's in the details about, sure. you know, who these women were that came to massage massage, uh, massage Deshaun Watson and what Deshaun Watson's expectations were when he hired them to massage him because either of reputation or because he's gone down that road with these women before. Exactly. Uh, let's go to David and old. Uh, Stop being an idiot, David. God. And, and what difference does it make how old anybody is? The question is, were they charged? Were they not charged? Yeah. So that's, and that's what you were trying to say. And, you know, you, you, you can't determine because one guy's older than the other guy that. You know. Right. So what the guy, everybody always texts me. What did the guy say? So he, he, he used the F word and he, the point he was trying to make was that Trevor Bauer's 40 and this kid's 18. And what are you going to, you know, ruin his whole life? I mean, I don't know, man. Like we, we, you talk about eighteen years old and what it means, and decision making process, and and yes, there's a lot of maturity that happens from eighteen to twenty five and beyond. But if I am to believe the side of the story that the police have told me, where Brandon Miller could have at any point stopped this and chose not to, I mean. I, I, there's a lot of people younger than 18 years old that would have done the right thing in that situation and not brought a loaded weapon to a volatile situation. Uh, let's go to Scott, who's on Long Island. What's going on, Scott? Good morning, gentlemen. Love the show. Thanks, man. What's up today? Not much. Did a little research, and uh, what ha- the reason why he wasn't charged, uh, they did a timeline. And what happened was uh, Miles 
uh, texted uh, repeatedly to uh, the, the basketball player Miller, asking him to bring his gun. Miller had a by the time Miller got those texts, he was already there with the car with the gun in the back seat. According to the testimony, he had no idea the gun was even back there. Didn't see it. Didn't hand it to him. Didn't know about it. Supposedly, according to the testimony, whatever that means. And then when the had no idea the gun was even taken by uh, Darius um, Miles. So when because of that uh, testimony under oath, and because the other two guys were charged with capital murder, they and and the police had nothing to and, and, and had nothing to charge Miller with. That kind of was the impetus to lead Alabama to leave Miller uh, unable able to play. I should say able to play because. He had no idea what he, that that gun was in the car. He had, didn't. He had nothing to do with bringing. So it then, where's where's the, where's this stuff coming from about there's there's one in the head and the like that that's what I don't understand. So you're telling me this testimony now and this statement that the lawyers came out with, you know, saying that he had no idea the gun was in the car. Then then where did this stuff come from earlier when this story first broke about the there's one in the head, meaning that the gun is loaded. Someone just made that up. Well, it's possible. And I, I listen. I don't trust anybody to begin with. But I read a couple of stories that a couple of reports that was released from the actual testimony from uh, the, the attorney from both sides. And that that what I read again. I'm only reading, and I can barely do that. What I read was uh, that was led the uh, police to not be able to. Uh, basically charge Miller with anything. Now, if they're coming out and saying that now and if stuff comes out in the future, that's fine, but I, I highly doubt Alabama would, would risk looking bad if there's going to be a chance in the future that this kid in the next couple of days, couple of weeks can actually be uh, charged with something. You know, to, to have him play a regular season game, if there's a question about it, it sounds like it, it would not make sense at all. But so, I basically all right, so this is, I'm just, just going to read you something here, Scott. So this is one, one of the many articles that is about this, right? So police testified that Miles texted Miller asking for a gun, to which Miller replied, we're talking about Brandon Miller now, replied, right. the heat is in the hat. Later, police say Miller added that, quote, there's one in the head, signaling that the gun was loaded. Miller was not charged in the killing. So... What testimony are we talking about that matters? The timeline is different. When that was done, that was hours before I believe. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not an attorney. Yeah, um, no, I'm not I'm, either. I, I know it gets. Stuff. I know the, it gets the, dicey. But I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. You're telling was me off. that that was hours. To my understanding, from what I read and what I was told, that was hours before. And then when he actually showed up. That was hours later when he was still asking for the, the actual uh, the gun. To my understanding. Okay, but if he's asking for the gun, obviously something has happened for him to ask for the gun. Yeah, well, to be also fair, if you want to go back to Brandon Miller's uh, lawyer statement, he said Brandon did not block the Jeep driven by Mr. Johnson, who was the driver of the other car. In fact, Brandon had already parked on Gray Street when the Jeep pulled up behind him. The street was never blocked by Brandon's vehicle. Gunfire erupted shortly after the Jeep arrived. And Brandon's vehicle was struck by bullets fired from one of the guns. Brandon quickly left the area when the gunfire erupted. As soon as he was notified that someone had been injured and the police uh, wished to speak with him, he had fully cooperated with law enforcement investigators. So right. that came from his lawyer. Right. And the police testimony is completely different right. from that. Yeah. So it's like every other case out there. It's just what you believe. And what you think happened. And I know that it's hard to trust anyone or anything uh, these days. But it just, it, it, I find it hard to believe that there are text messages saying, bring me the gun. And it's loaded. And, 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 and just, so the, just so you know, all of the above events described are clearly captured on video. There is no dispute about Brandon's activities during the evening. Okay, that's what the lawyers are saying. That's what his lawyers right. are saying, that it's all captured on video and that he has nothing to do with this. And maybe maybe that part of it is what Alabama is talking about with new um, understanding that came to light over the last 48 hours that allowed him to play. Because if they do have a video of him you know, running from the place or the car already being parked there and... You know, he didn't block anybody in, and I and who knows? It sounds like multiple gunshots were fired. So it wasn't just. It sounds like there's 
a group of people shooting at each other. No, no, just no. Making sense. The the, uh, the boyfriend of the eventual victim who got shot and killed <clears throat> had a gun himself and shot back at. So Davis. there was so it was a shootout. Yes, yes, it was essentially <laughs> yes. So so that that creates a whole different set of circumstances. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, still somebody died in this situation. I know that, but why? Yeah. I don't know. Is, is it is was somebody shooting first and then somebody shot second? You know, was it a self defense situation? I've not seen that in any of these. These guys got charged I, with capital murder. I, I didn't. I didn't realize that there was another sh- sh- another guy shooting No. All right. No, I, I did, but both these guys were charged with capital murder for a reason, and I don't believe that they would have thought it was self-defense. It would have been more like a manslaughter situation. Right, so both the guys, when you say both the guys, you're talking about Brandon Miller's former teammate and his buddy right. were charged with capital murder. The other guy in the other car that was shooting as well was not charged with anything. Right, to my knowledge. All right. So there's more than just one gun involved here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 